Hey guys, welcome back to the AAA Sports Podcast. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. Today on the agenda, we got a bit of a shorter episode. We're going to start off by reviewing our 5A and 4A Colorado football playoff brackets. Then we're going to look over some of the NBA players of the season, seeing whether they boomed or bust at the beginning of the season. And then we're going to go through all of our hot takes. Sounds delicious. All right, let's start off with our uh, 5A bracket review. Um, I actually only missed three games in that whole bracket. I missed the Pomona Regis game. I had Pomona. Smoky Hill Rock Canyon, I had Smoky Hill, and then uh, the championship against uh, Valor and Cherry Creek, I had picked Valor to win, but obviously Cherry Creek shut them down. Smoky Hill won. No, they didn't. They, they lost didn't. to Rock Canyon. Oh, well, I guess I was wrong there, too. Yeah. That means I got four wrong in 5A. It has been a minute since I played in 5A. Uh, I chose Legacy to beat Mountain Vista, and I was wrong there. Smoky Hill didn't win, and... I had Valor beating Cherry Creek, and the other one I missed was Grandview Ralston. I had Ralston winning that one. So, over that, do you want to go over the matchup for the 5A state championship? Oh, uh, yeah, I will do that, actually. Uh, basically, Valor and Cherry Creek in the 5A state championship this year, two very good teams. Valor and Cherry Creek were also in it last year. But um, on the year, uh, Gavin Sawchuk had a 143 rushing yards a game. Colton Allen passed for about 152 yards a game. And then um, Andrew Hale had about six point, I think it's six point nine tackles a game, which that's absolutely astounding. That's a great number. But then um, Gavin also had twelve point nine points on the year. Going into Cherry Creek, uh, Bowden Page rushed for about seventy six, almost seventy seven yards a game, while Christian Hammond passed for one hundred forty four yards a game. Big passing school over there at Cherry Creek. Uh, Angelo Petridis, uh, had 10.5 tackles a game, which that's absolutely, that's a huge number. Uh, shout out to him for that. But then Keegan Hallis, uh, Hollis, excuse me, uh, averaged 7.7 points a game, which is, uh, the most on Cherry Creek. So on paper, it looks like Valor should sweep the floor with Creek. Yeah, it looks on paper. It looks like the score should have been the other way. Definitely, but uh, obviously not. Cherry Creek got out to a really hot start on Saturday. Started off with 14 points in the first quarter, and they scored seven in the second quarter. Well, Valerie didn't score at all the whole game. No one even scored in the second half, but Cherry Creek just got off to a hot start, and that was able to give them the win. Yeah, that was such a uh, interesting game to watch. And then when you're like watching it right after halftime, like nothing was happening. It was four and outs and like two drive series. It was a, like right at the end, their defenses both stepped up and that didn't allow a single score. Yeah, Valor's defense just stepped up a bit too late. Cherry yeah. Creek's defense, shout out to them, played an absolutely astounding game. Yeah, I don't think anyone saw Valor not scoring a single point that whole game. By the way, this was Cherry Creek's third state championship in a row. They beat Valor this year, last year, and Columbine the year before last. And shout out to Coach Logan, his second three-peat in his coaching career in high school football. Absolutely unreal. He got one at Mullen and Cherry Creek now, and then he also got the 2001 Chargers a win. So I think that's up to his seventh high school state championship win in the last 20 years. Yeah, Creek's, Creek's good. Creek is really good, and I can see them being good for a pretty long time. Yeah, they're going to be like the the next like Valor. But. Valor will always be the same Valor. Valor's, I mean, they're Valor. It's they beat uh Fort Collins fifty-two to two in the playoffs. Like they let the safety up. Disappointment. Like come on, that's something the coaches are like. It should have been fifty-two zero. Exactly. The, that's yeah. the type of coaches you get over there. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad though if we let up a safety and those were the only points we let up all game. All right, now let's move on to our four A brackets. 
uh, I only got two wrong for the 4A brackets, and that was because I thought Erie was going to beat Montrose, and Erie did not beat Montrose. I got six games wrong. Erie did oh, beat I mean, Montrose. I, I, I thought Montrose was going to beat Erie, and Montrose did not beat Erie. I got six games wrong in the 4A bracket. Don't necessarily remember who or what I got wrong. I know I got both my final four games wrong, and I'd make my championship wrong, which that would be three games that I got wrong, but I have no idea where my other three games were. Yeah, I I I, I think I picked Chatfield to win, and, and um, Chatfield won. Am I right, Brayden? Yeah, that is correct. The Chatfield Chargers are your 4A state champions. We came in seventh ranked, man. We beat number two Dakota, number three Pine Creek, and number five Erie. Big shout-out to my Chatfield Chargers. Jake Jones, absolute dime to Drew Rollman with 11 seconds left to win the game. I saw that ball thrown up, and I was like, oh, my God, please catch it. I was so nervous when I saw that thrown up. Great placement by Jake, right on the back shoulder, but Drew had an amazing catch. Yeah. Shout out to both those guys, both sophomores. And that was Drew's second catch of all playoffs, too. Only two. Only wow. two all of all playoffs. I mean, one of them did win state, so exactly. I wouldn't so be I think that one outweighs a lot of the others. Yeah. I would never touch a ball in the regular season to catch the game winner in state. That yeah. one sticks forever. Yep. All right, uh, to break down the 4A matchup, Jake Marshall averaged about 138 yards a game ca- uh, compared to Caleb Thiesens, who was about 132. So Jake Marshall averaged uh, six more yards a game than Caleb, which it's pretty evenly matched on the running back bases. Definitely. Uh, Jake Marshall did have a 295 rushing game this season, so like that's huge. He almost rushed for 300 yards, so I think that's a huge plus for Jake Marshall. Uh, Jake Jones averaged only 79 yards passing, but we didn't throw a lot, so 79's not horrible. Yep. And then Blake Barnett had 176 yards average, and they throw a lot, so 176 is a little low to, to me. They must have had like a low passing game or two. And remember about Jake, he did break his collarbone a couple games into the season. True that. We just we didn't pass as much as we, we should have. Well, not really as we should have, like as much as we used to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. And then for tackles, Cade Thomas averaged 11 tackles a game. Whoa. That's our middle linebacker right there. That's wild. On one of the uh, touchdowns that uh, Blake, no, on that Caleb Thiesen had, he ran it right up the gut and he scored. But uh, Cade Thomas like literally picked him up and dropped, and it was like the coolest thing to see. That's hilarious. And then uh, Ryan McConnell on uh, Erie had five tackles a game, so we basically doubled their their highest tackler. Yes. You did. Then Jake Marshall averaged 12 points, and then Caleb Thiesen also averaged 12 points. Yep. Shout out to Erie's tight end. I think he was like the third best tight end in the state of Colorado. And uh, he, you told me he didn't really get targeted much in that state championship game. I think that could have changed the game if he started getting targeted more. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, maybe he was thrown to no more than two times. Maybe he wasn't targeted very much. Yep. They, their biggest player that game was the quarterback's rushing and their running back rushing. I remember you told me that uh, their quarterback had this one st- this one play where he stood in the pocket for like 15 seconds straight just scanning the field. He had so much time. He was just sitting in the pocket. He had time. Like there was receivers getting open because you can't cover people for 15 seconds. No, That's you not can't. possible. No. So like you're bound to get a little hole and they throw it. Uh, we eventually like in the second half we did step up our rush a little bit. We had a, we had maybe three sacks that game right in the second half. Okay. So we did step up the rush a little bit. But at the beginning, we were only rushing three to four, and then we started rushing four to five sometimes. Yep. We were big. We were, the biggest issue in that game was their passing game, not their rushing game. That's what we thought coming into yep. it. So Erie we, had a very strong passing game this season. So obviously, we rushed three. Then it didn't. It was like it wasn't like it didn't seem like that was the move. So we started to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. So on to our NBA boomer bust. Um, Let's start off with Curry. Do you think he boomed this season? or he? I think he boomed this season. Curry right now is a unanimous MVP, and uh, 
He's averaging 27.5 points a game. That's third in the league. Rebounds, he's a like a 6-3 point guard, I believe. He's only averaging 5.7 rebounds, still tied for 67th. 6.5 assists, which is 13th in the league. And then he's shooting uh, 41% from behind the arc. Yeah, that that's good. I mean, usually he's up to 50. He, last year, he was 54, 53%. I think you're wrong. Last year? Shooting over 50% from behind the arc is an absolutely crazy stat. For the longest time, he had a higher chance of making a three-pointer than he did Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. No, Brady oh, was always... The stat was... Oh, Brady over Curry. Wait, Brady, no. Brady was, had a higher chance to make the Super Bowl yes. than Steph Curry did to make the three. I think his career three-point percentage, I'm actually going to try and find it right now. It's It's somewhere around... 46 or something like that. Okay. He's only got a 43% field goal chance overall, though. So it really does show that he mostly shoots threes. Well, yeah, but he's really good at it. That's yeah. the thing. He probably practices hours a day just at it. Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. Sorry, Ray Allen, but it's it's not even close. I, I'm, I'm going to stick with you on that one. Steph Curry's a legendary player. Yep. Uh, Actually, Curry's... All-time three-point percentage is 43.2. Like, best shooter ever. There's not even a question about it. Yeah, I said 53, which was 10% off. I was probably just thinking the wrong 10. Yep, uh, Curry ab- having an absolutely amazing year so far. I, I It wouldn't surprise me to see him win the MVP. Yeah, so uh, next player, we got Tyler Hero. Do you think he's a boomer or a bust? I think Tyler Hero is a boom. I'm going to give a special shout-out to AJ right now. He absolutely hates Tyler Hero. He thinks he's a total scrub. But he's averaging 21.2 points a game. That's 21st in the league. 5.6 rebounds. 3.8 assists, which, you know, that's not as good. But he's shooting just about 40% from behind the arc. 39.3. He's having a great year compared to last year. He really bounced back. And I think AJ is uh, absolutely dumb for thinking that he's a bad player. Uh, Yeah, he's he doesn't have, like, outstanding stats. But he's got above-average stats to me. Like... There's people out there that have like below average stats, and I can obviously see where AJ's coming from, but it, it seems to me he picked it up. You got to think, though, too, Tyler Hero's not the guy in Miami. That's Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's their guy. He's a second or even a third option with Kyle Lowry there now, and he's still putting up those numbers. Isn't he that, what, the sixth man of the year? I, yeah, I put him as my sixth man of the year. Yeah. Yep. All right, next, we got Trey Young. How do you think Trey Young is faring out this season? Uh, I think Trey Young's kind of a bust compared to last year. With that new free throw rule, you can't uh, – I think it's like you can't move your body in an unrealistic shot form in order to draw a foul. They changed that this year. And James Harden and Trey Young are both struggling from that, both dropping off by like four points a game, which goes to show. They got to the line a lot last year, and that new rule has absolutely changed something. Trey Young's averaging 26.2 points a game, which is fifth in the league, 3.8 rebounds, 9-point win assist. He's an absolutely insane passer this year, setting his teammates up for great looks. And he's shooting 38.9% from behind the arc, which, you know, it's almost 40%. It's not bad. Yeah, he has a 46.1 for the field goal percentage, which is pretty high. Yeah, it is pretty high, considering the amount of, like, outside shots he takes. Yeah, so I, I think he is right on that line of being a boomer or bust from last season because he's not underperforming, but he's underperforming compared to last year. He's still a stud, but he's not like what he was last year. Definitely. Uh, I can say the same with James Harden, which is actually our next player. Uh, I put him, it's not a boomer or bust. He's kind of right in between the middle. He's, uh points per game has dropped off quite drastically from last year. Only averaging 20.6 points a game, which is 24th in the league. Averaging almost 8 rebounds at 7.9. 9.5 assists, that's 2nd in the league. 
setting his teammates up with great looks. I think KD has a lot to do with that. And he's shooting 37.4% from behind the arc, which is not good for Harden. Yeah, his field goal is 36.4 too, so that's not good either. Yeah, he's definitely taken a, a step down this year. Yeah, but he's still not hes still not one of those below-average players. He's still someone who deserves a start. I'd say he's right in the middle, and i say he's probably still an all-star player. Yeah. Uh, next person we uh, are going to do is Scotty Barnes. How do you think he's faring out this season? I think Scotty Barnes is being a boom, drafted where he was. You know, most people didn't think of him to be uh, leading the league for rookie of the year voting, but that's exactly what he's doing right now. Averaging 15.3 points a game, 3.3 assists, 8.1 rebounds, and then a 48.9% field goal percentage, which for rookies, those are all great numbers. And I can see Scotty Barnes being a uh, rookie of the year candidate. Do you feel like he should be shooting a, or averaging above 20 points per game? Not right now. You He's think? in a Toronto team that's below 500. Um, I think they're like 6 and 10, somewhere along those lines. But, uh, you know, as a rookie, those are really great numbers still, and I feel like uh, I he, I think he's the rookie of the year. You just got to stick with it. Yep. All right, let's now move on to our uh, hot takes. Uh, do you want to start it off, Brandon, or you want me to? Uh, how about you start it off? All right, my first one, Chatfield might be able to beat Columbine. You're wrong. You're wrong on so many levels, it's not even funny. I'm going to be so excited when we play you guys next year. I'm just excited to play you guys, man. I, I A lot of good friends over there. Miss a lot of you guys, and really excited to play you guys. I'm excited to see how Chatfield uh, fares against the big dogs up in 5A. Well, you got some of your players talking crap that we're only going to win three games. Win. I hope you guys play Valor Creek so bad. I hope you guys play them. We'll get destroyed by them. There's, we won't beat them. You guys won't be able to beat them. <laughs> we can't beat them. We have a chance to beat them. We held Valor to 17 points in the playoffs. The final score was 17 to 7. We just couldn't get our offense going. I think younger Sawchuck will still be able to run over you guys. He's leaving. No, younger Sawchuck, his younger oh, brother. Really? You think so? Yeah. This... You think he's going to take after his brother? Yeah. When I was playing in the Valor game, man, he made me his son out there. <laughs> I was playing corner and he hurled me. That seems like a you problem. No, he's just a beast, man. He is not easy to stop. Valor's always got great running backs, great receivers, great quarterbacks. They got great everything. And, uh, you know, I want to see how you guys do against a Valor. All right, your turn. <laughs> All right, uh, my first hot take is Polo is still top five right now. I think Hall of Fame 2.0 is kind of a mid-album. There's still some decent songs on there, like With You and Decisions. But Polo G is still top five out right now. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. My second one is uh, Drake's still bad. Drake? <laughs> Drake. Drake, I he's I don't like his music. Why not? It's just it's flat to me. Drake is the artist of the decade. Mm. Statistically, he got like voted as the artist of the decade. Yeah, but he's flat to me. No, no, his his all of his albums age like fine wine. You go back and listen to Scorpion. It's it's a great album. I think CLB will be that same way. We're just it's too early on to appreciate it. Okay. Uh, my second hot take, well, Duke will go to the Final Four this year. After a really disappointing year last year, we're going to send Coach K out on a national championship. Okay, okay. Uh, my next one is Steph is better than LeBron. No question about it. Steph Curry, MVP right now. LeBron's a crybaby. All of you know how I feel about him. Yeah, LeBron's just a diva. Steph Curry would wipe the floor with LeBron this year. If you On a one-on-one, -on -one, who do you think wins that? Oh, one-on-one, -on -one, it depends because LeBron's a lot bigger bodies, you know. 6'8", like 250-pound frame. Curry's only like 6'3", not even close to 250. I feel like LeBron could, could bully ball him in a 1v1. Got teammates for a reason. 
Uh, my next hot take is college sports are way better than professional sports. NCAA football and NCAA basketball are 10 times better than their respective professional leagues. No. no it's not even a question. College sports, there's there's added emotion to it. They play with a different intensity, play with a different passion. There's not as much divas in college sports. I like the audience more in college. Like I like the chance. Like I like the like the look of high school ball in the college. I think college is less like formal. Like you got the student sections, like stuff like that, and then you go to pros, and it's just like I like I like the idea of college more, but I like pros better. Okay, shout out to my basketball coach for telling us this. Uh, NBA, you watch for entertainment. College basketball, you watch to be a student of the game. Fundamentals are 10 times better in college sports. As you said, the fans are better. The games are more exciting, in my opinion. I just personally think college sports are way better. I can see it, Ish. Uh, my next one is uh, Logan, Coach Logan at Creek, should play. Uh, should coach college. He's he's denied a couple offers in the past, but I think it's time for him to move on and go co- 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 go coach college. I don't know why you would go out on a three P. I think they have all the talent to do a four P or like at at uh contend for a four P next I, year. I say next time they don't win a chance. Like if they they if they if they start another streak, keep going. But if your streak ends this year, you go coach college. You think so? He's got seven championships: one at Chatfield, three at Mullen for in three years in a row, and then three at Creek. He's got two three peats. So if you're that dominant in the high school arena, why wouldn't you just stay in the high school arena? Because you get paid the big bucks at college, and then you after college, if he coaches like this at college, then he goes pros. The pros a dream of every coach. Not necessarily. Look at Jim Harbaugh. Is it Jim or John that's at Michigan? Jim. Isn't it Jim? No, I think it's Jim. One of them. Either one. One of the Harbaugh's started off in college, went to the NFL, and then went back down to college. I think that goes into my my hot take that college sports are better than their respective professional leagues. He wasn't doing as good as he was in the NFL as a He went to a Super Bowl. I, he I, almost won a Super Bowl in the NFL. He, at college, though, he's been a powerhouse forever. No, he hasn't. He's had some really bad years at Michigan. Yeah, but he's been a powerhouse for most of them. This was one of their first years where they can contend for a national championship since Harbaugh's been there. Me as a Penn State fan, I've never liked Michigan and because Michigan has always been so good. But I hate Ohio State more because Ohio State's always a contender. Always. That's what makes them so scary. All right, you go. Okay, uh, my next one is college basketball is the best sport to watch. I think it's exciting. It's fundamental. It just college basketball is just really fun to watch. I I would agree with you that one. I I'm not a big basketball guy, but I enjoy watching college. I like watching March Madness. I like watching all of it. I watch all the regular season games, all the March Madness. Just college basketball is just better than the NBA, in my opinion. Well, it kind of leads into my next one. Duke is overrated. I'm a Gonzaga fan. I quit. <laughs> I'm done with you. I will never step into this studio again. I, I let you with this Duke hoodie. Because Duke is one of the best teams in the nation. Are you a bandwagon? No, I'm not. I've liked Duke since I was a young kid. Duke beat Gonzaga this year. How about that? March Madness is what matters, though. We still beat you. We'll, let's wait till March. This is Coach K's 21st season being ranked number one at some point in the season. Duke's greatness is absolutely phenomenal. The amount of players they put into the NBA is phenomenal. The amount of national championships they've won is phenomenal. I think you're flat out wrong. Uh, I just did this to make you upset. It's kind of funny. Uh, my next one is uh, Georgia is going to win the college finals. Wrong. For football. Wrong. You don't think so? It's going to be Bama, Michigan in the finals. I think Georgia. And Bama's going to absolutely roll over Michigan. 
You're a Georgia as, fan. I know. I want Georgia to win. That's why it's a hot but take. But they're not going to win it. It's a hot take. No. Okay. Moving into my next one. Chet Holmgren is not the best freshman in the league. Uh, not even close to the best player in the league, actually. Uh, both of those titles belong to Paulo Banchero. Best freshman in the NCAA and the best player in the NCAA. It's not even a competition. Okay. <laughs> my next one, God's number one. Exactly. Just wanted to throw that one in there. You're yep. in. All right. Uh, the Packers are going to be scary this year. They're Offense are scary. is firing on all cylinders. Defense is firing on all cylinders. They can make a run. They already are scary. Uh, my next one, uh, the Diamondbacks are going to step it up, and they might be a top team next year. They're going to go from the worst, statistically, and by record, the worst team in the league to a playoff team next year? Absolutely. You're absolutely Let's wrong. Let's go Diamondbacks. You are so out of your mind. It's not even funny. <laughs> All right, I'm moving to my last hot take. The Bengals are pretenders. They're 7-5, yeah. and five, I think. But they they win games they're not supposed to win. But then they lose games they're supposed to win. They're a really confusing team. But I think I can take away, especially from uh, today against the Chargers, they are pretenders. It's a you take a coin, you flip it, and that tells you whether they win or not. Exactly. Uh, Bengals, they're they're a fifty fifty shot to win any week, but I just don't, I don't, I don't see them performing when the when the lights turn on. I agree with you. My last one is uh, Pats will Pat the Patriots will win their division. You think they'll beat out the Bills? I don't know, man. They're just they're playing at such a high intense intensity right now. I think this game that the Patriots and the Bills plays that determines who wins it. That is true. Whoever yep. wins wins the wins the champion or that wins the division. Yeah, I think that's a good option. All right, guys. Um that's gonna do it for episode ten. We want to thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week.